Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What is popping, my dirties? It is, uh, what the hell day is it? It's Wednesday, huh? 9 p.m., you're listening to Blaze and Rye backstage. Uh, as is his want, John Weeks is a bit late for tonight. So, as we attempt to get a hold of the elusive Mr. Fragonackle, uh, I shall play some highlights from our normal show. And no, I will not do that because now he is here. I'd like to welcome the Sade to my battering wah. Please welcome Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan, how are you? That's going to be the whole show show, one day. Good to be on that show again, man. Thank you. Good to to have you. It's going to be the the whole entire hour will soon be just the the chance and the incoherent response. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for that. Speaking of, you know who I saw? What did you say? It's your boy, Sade, right here, man. Yes, Sade. You know who I saw on Saturday was uh, Andrew Mainsrew. Oh my gosh! Everybody. <laughs> so we go to uh, see This Is the End, uh, the movie, which is very funny, and then we go to uh, Shake Shack in New Haven afterwards. Have you been to this new Shake Shack in New Haven? No, I have not. I heard good things about it though. How was it? It was gross, but uh, we went in there and <laughs> they and, and Andrew Mainsrew, um ordered the uh, Shack Burger, and he. <laughs> <laughs> he he was waiting with his little uh you know the pager thing that vibrates when your food is ready. He was waiting with that, and I said, "Man, I dare you to put mustard on it because they had the whole mustard and ketchup <laughs> setup thing." So then he he like jokingly puts it under the mustard like he's gonna put mustard on it. Then he accidentally pushes the thing and mustard splatters all over his pager <laughs> vibrator thing. Main got mustard on his vibrator. Oh my god, it sounds like Main. I can't believe you saw him. Oh my god, how is he? Is he doing? Is he doing all right? I know he's almost as elusive as you in the top minute of the program each week. <laughs> oh uh, my you're, god, you're, Main Drew. Great kid. Is, is it Great your kid. phone or mine? Your connection is a bit muffled. Are you on a headset or something? No, no, I'm uh, I'm walking around here. Is that a little bit better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit better. Thank you. Um, oh. So, uh, yeah, it was hilarious. And then I, like, I tried to take an Instagram video of him with the mustard on the thing and uh, have him recreate it. But he kept, like, smiling for the camera. And I was like, it's a video, bro. But he was, <laughs> thought it was a photograph. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a phenomenal child. God. He's Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. It's, it's, a, it's a great kid. He's, he's got 
He's a good kid. I can't believe you saw him. What, what is he up to? What is he doing? I don't. Who knows? I don't think he knows either. He's he's very <laughs> obsessed with these uh, these kitchen shows now, like with Gordon Ramsay and some other guy named John or something. This, this, he's he's obsessed with these shows where mean British guys go around and yell at people in kitchens. <laughs> that sounds like him, Andrew Mandrew, but they, you can understand them. You can't understand Mandrew sometimes. <laughs> I know. He was like, I was on my own show, mate. Yeah, yeah. He needs to have English subtitles, though. <laughs> I'm going to get my own show, mate. Come on, mate. Oh, mate. Uh, so he is all right. He's doing fine. And uh, just for those people who are listening who don't know, that's a friend of mine and Jonathan's from um, from our early years in New Haven, Connecticut. Um, now, uh, Weeks, how have you been? I've been good, man. Good, man. Just chilling, just chilling. Uh, in, in the great state of Vermont. Uh, had a good 4th of July. That was nice. I was back in Connecticut for a little bit. In the Elm What did City, you do for you know the 4th I mean? of July there? Oh, I uh, pretty much hung out with family and did some cook- cookouts and saw some fireworks. It was a beautiful, beautiful time. Which fireworks? You went to East Haven or uh, West Haven or what? New Haven? No, I went to I went to Elm City, man. Hollow back over on Long Wharf. That's right, man. You know you can't get better than that. <laughs> That's right. Did uh, <laughs> let me ask you? Did, did was were there an inordinate amount of Usher songs in your fireworks? No, there weren't. There weren't any uh, uh, Usher, Usher songs, Usher music. No, it wasn't that crazy. It's usually I go to the Groton fireworks, but they, for some reason, Connecticut's fireworks are all spread out. There's, the July 4th spread, uh, fireworks are spread out to like September. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. They would have like July 4th fireworks on, on, on July 10th and shit in uh, Connecticut. And how about when I was on a train last weekend and going through all these fake towns like what the hell is Rowayton and Neroden <laughs> Heights? Those places do not exist. Right? No, they don't. Rowayton is a you didn't know man? It's a it's a magical city in the Lord of the Rings. It's like, it sounds like I'm going through Lord of the Rings in that thing. Darien Lake, Darien Farms, the Froshire, Rowayton, it's it's in Ridic Green Acres Farm. It's like it's like a bad Nickelodeon episode or late at night. Wait, it's a bad Nickelodeon episode of what? Late at night. It's, it's Nick at night. It's ridiculous. <laughs> How is it like Nick at night? It's, it's got like all these old old names. Rowan Green Acres Farms. It's just <laughs> New Rochelle. It, that place is only on the Dick Van Dyke show. There's about like 15 people in, in these towns. And it doesn't even stop in Hamden, which is like 20, size, 20 times the size of most of these towns. Ridiculous. And you, speaking of, you know, I noticed there's a stop in West Haven now. That is, that was a shock. Oh my and God, that is not good. You, you got that's the train should just keep on going, keep on exactly. going and, by. And you know what? The train did keep on going. We saw that West Haven. <laughs> it went right by it. And it. Did not stop at all. That conductor knows what what he's doing. I'm telling you that. Oh my God, that's a, that is a terrible train. All in all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, now, John Weeks, I don't know if you've ever uh, conducted an interview where things went horribly wrong before, but uh, let me tell you that 
the other night on the, the regular Blaze and Rye radio program, uh, Tamika Kidd and I were all set for a, a normal run-of-the-mill structured episode, and uh, all hell broke loose. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. What, what happened? Well, let me tell you that there there were two guests on, right? And mm-hmm. the first guest was named Cole Hermer, and the second guest was named Matthew Heller. Now, uh, Cole Hermer was very affable, very delightful, and uh, and I read about the Matthew Heller character, and it just it seemed like his music was kind of angry music, but mm-hmm. nothing in his bio detailed his psychosis. So let me play you. Uh, this first part is Cole Hermer, and this is where I introduce the Matthew Heller anger. So let me play you this and get your reaction. I'm much too gentle a person to ever do anything to anybody. Okay. I read about our next guest tonight, Matthew Heller, seems, seems like a very angry person. So maybe we'll have opposite ends of the spectrum tonight. Uh, so that's where he's introduced, right? Matthew Heller. I'm saying, well, it seems like he, he's an angry person. Um, and, okay, so then, John Weeks, we go through, we get through the Cole Hermer interview, and it's mm-hmm. cool, and then it's time for Matthew Heller to come on, and just as he comes on, uh, something strange happens. So here's that part. Here you go. All right, our okay. next guest, uh, his new album is called Invitation. Please welcome to the program, Matthew Heller. And the applause is... Hey, Blaze and Ray. <laughs> Did you hear that, John Weeks? I heard that, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh, that, that sounded terrible. Hey, Blaze and Ray. What, what's your... <laughs> now, now he knows my name is Ryan, right? So <laughs> where the fuck did Blaze and Ray come from? <laughs> it sounds awful. I, I I don't even know what what, what show he's on. Matthew Heller yeah. has, doesn't have a snowball Heller chance on the show. What is he talking about, Blaze and Ray? It sounded so awkward. Hey, Blaze and Ray. <laughs> So, trust me, it, it gets it gets worse. So that was that was that was the first strange thing that happened. Now, now the reason for that pause there initially was that I got cut off of uh, the show somehow. So then Tamika had to fill in, uh, which she did a great job doing. But uh, this is from the beginning uh, with Matthew Heller and Tamika. Uh, give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll, <laughs> generally. <laughs> so then, then I'm starting. I, I I come back in. I call back in, and I and I'm hearing this, and I start to realize, well, Tamika's kind of lost her mind as well. <laughs> so. So, like, let's just, I think that clip deserves another play. Let's uh, do give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll, <laughs> generally. <laughs> what do you think's going on there, John Weeks? 
<laughs> you have a terrible uh, person giving you, uh, you know, uh, giving an answer to a question. It's a terrible answer. First of all, the tweak of the kid is just losing it over there. <laughs> I, think you're going, I think you have a breakdown. What are you saying the over there? I can't, I can't. You're like you're you're you sound like Andrew Manger tonight. What are you, what the hell are you saying? His, his spirit has taken me over, babe. Can you hear me? <laughs> what did you just say about Tamika and the thing and the guy? Oh man, I, I first of all, he's given like the worst answer ever. Secondly, I think Tamika the kid is losing it. You know, mid question, she's she's losing it, man. I don't know what's going on there. She sounds fanatical. You think Tamika the kid is being rude? Uh, no, I don't think she's being rude. I think she's being crazy. I think she's psycho. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's so like then... rock and roll. <laughs> so, wait, okay, let's hear that one one more time, actually. Let's do that again. That's uh, hilarious. Give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll. Generally. Okay. So that is uh that is that part, the intro. And I don't even know what this one is, but this is the this is the next clip from the the Matthew Heller interview. Okay. It's like uh the kind of rock and roll that makes you bow down and pray to God that your face doesn't melt off its skull and uh Okay. So he says here, it's like the kind of rock and roll that makes you bow down and pray to God that your face doesn't melt off its skull. What are your thoughts oh on that? So in other words, you know, interpreting that is pretty much the music you don't want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I think that may have been what he meant. It's like, it's pretty much, wow, It's I, I don't know whether not to listen to his music ever again or just to turn it off right away. He sounds ridiculous. This guy is just terrible. You know, he, he is not promoting his music very well. The kind of music that makes your face melt off. Wow, that sounds amazing. <laughs> makes your face melt off. They pray to God that your face doesn't melt off its skull. I don't even understand that. I could understand if you were like a metalhead and you prayed to God that your face did melt off its skull because you were like, Head banging so hard, you know what I mean? Right, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that part. And then Tamika the kid is driving him nuts, or or he's or he's so nuts he's driving Tamika the kid nuts. I don't, I don't know which one to do. <laughs> I think I think both of them are driving each other nuts at this point, and I'm just uh, you know I'm already back on. I could have interrupted this insanity, but I just let it go for a little bit. You know, I wanted to see what happened. <laughs> so then here's what happened with the Sacramento. Let's hear this. Okay. Uh, this. We just played a show down there a little while ago. It was a, it was a great great scene to play play at. Yes, Sacramento's wonderful. All of a sudden, he's completely normal. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and Tamika the kid is is, wonder, is uh, normal too. What's going on right. there? And that I am not used to. I'm not used to her being normal. So you know when she's normal, something's wrong. But him being normal, why? Well, I'm getting real worried here. Let's play this one more time. Just listen to how lovable this guy sounds here. We but, just played uh, a show down there a little while ago. It was a, it was a great great scene to play play at. Yes, Sacramento's wonderful. He sounds like <laughs> a, an enthusiastic, positive young rocker. You know, right, right. He goes from melting faces off his of skulls to being like respectable. I don't know what's going on there, and, and 
Speaking of the kids, it goes from <laughs> to like normal. I don't know what, what that's about. <laughs> and then here's what happens right after that. This is what happens right after that. I hate to say like the sound like the chick from Blair Witch, but what's your motivation besides just rock and roll? What drives your lyrics? Well, I think a lot of my songs are about a lack of motivation. Maybe nothing is driving any any of it. Oh my God. <laughs> so did you hear what Tamika said to start that off? Yeah, she said I I hate to sound like a, a chick from Blair Witch, but <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> what is going on here? What in the world is, is what in the world is Tamika talking about? And secondly, what in the world is is she talking about? I don't understand it. It sounds terrible, but I, I don't know if this is one of the best interviews ever. Or the worst. It's amazing. <laughs> he talks about how he says it's com- about his music is about a complete lack of motivation. And so that, I don't know about you, but that really got me riled up and wanting to listen to it. It does. It does. <laughs> I think we need to, t- uh, to listen to this one more time just because the whole, that whole clip is 22 seconds of pure genius. So let's just, one more time. I hate to say like a, sound like a chick from Blair Witch, but what's your motivation besides just rock and roll? What drives your lyrics? Well, I think a lot of my songs are about a lack of motivation. Maybe uh, nothing is driving any any of it. What, what oh do you, when you hear that, what what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Do you want to listen to this guy's music? What do you do? You want to what do you want to do? I think the lack of motivation is driving me nuts. It's, it takes them like ten minutes just to respond to the question. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to find his music. Oh my! He goes from normal to abnormal to extremely slow and uh, demotivational. He's like he is like the picture perfect demotivational speaker of all time. <laughs> Do you think that they have those? Do you think they hire people to go around and demotivate people? I think they may. They may hire these people before they bring in the actual motivational speaker. Therefore, he, he, he may be maybe, in high demand. Maybe it's like a subtle thing. So say like, say I'm a teacher and I have a friend who's a great motivational speaker but I want to be able to hire him for a gig at my school, get him some money. So what I do is I bring in, like, a really awful demotivational teacher <laughs> to demotivate the kids, get them to while out and be bad and not do their work, just so I can hire my other friend to make him come on and motivate the kids and get them back to where they started. Is that what you think, like, a demotivational speaker's function would be? Oh, I think that's exactly what happens. And and he might not even have to speak. He just plays his music. And he gets everybody, everybody demotivated. Everybody's down at that point. And then they bring in the motivational speaker and they knock it out of the park. I think he's perfect. He's amazing, this guy. I just, I, you know, I may listen to his music so that I can get into other, you know, more motivational music. Just in that form alone. <laughs> So after you listen to this guy's music, what's the first song to listen 
do to motivate you? Oh, my God. I might get into some, like, real, like, classic rock, you know, like some some journey, some don't stop believing. That might get me right into the mood. Right, listening to <laughs> the mood to do what? To, like, do something with my life. You know, because after I listen to this music. <laughs> yeah, this one makes you just want to just sit here and fucking, I, I don't even want to finish that sentence because it's going to get morbid. So, uh, <laughs> now, so this is um, all about the, the lack of motivation and everything. And then things start to get a bit, uh, shall we say, violent, John Weeks. Listen to this. Well, pretty much breaking things is fun as hell. And uh, <laughs> I basically just want to fuck up other bands. I don't like other music. I don't like other musicians really that much. Mm-hmm. Don't get along with them. <laughs> First of all, what is, oh my, this guy is like the devil child. What is he talking about? Is he, is he, what is that music in the background? Is that like some kind of scary clown music? Is that the ice cream man? To make things so much more horrifying than they already were for me on the other end of this, um, Tamika had a Mr. Softy truck roaming around by her, and if people who've heard this podcast before know that that is my least favorite sound in the world next to people chewing with their mouths open. I hate that fucking ice cream truck sound. It's, it made me lose a tennis match once. It is the most annoying thing, and it is endless on that fucking loop. I hate it. So, first off, you have this guy who says, breaking things is fun as hell, and I just really want to fuck up other bands. I don't like other bands. I don't like other musicians. Now, what do you think about that, John Weeks? Well, I think that's a, that's a great way for you to, for him to not like, to make other people not like his music. I mean, that's... That's a great way to, uh, you know, lose your fan base if you have any. I mean, you know, I guess breaking things can be fun in a way, but uh, I don't know if that's a career to be made. You know, really, I don't. <laughs> he sounds a little insane. And then with the ice cream music in the background, he sounds like Captain Insano in, in that. Oh, <laughs> Who is Captain Insano? Who is that? Captain Insano is uh, that wrestler from the Waterboy. I have him in that commercial where he's like, Captain Insano, you know, he's kind of nuts and it's very scary. Uh, but this guy sounds even scarier, quite frankly, with that music in the background. You know, yeah, yeah. What, is, what, is this, what does that music in the background add to this interview for you? There's like an eerie creepiness to it where you hear this this scary song in the background. First of all, that he's looping over and he's like, oh, I like to break things. I hate other fans. He sounds like a scary clown. He sounds like the clown from It. Don't you want to come down here? Don't you want to? Also, what musician would ever, even if he was kidding, I guess, would ever say, like, I hate other musicians? And, you know, he works with other musicians 24-7. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. That's just, I think that's all part of his genius plan for you, to get people not to listen to his music. I mean, that's so. <laughs> Yeah, he wants to get people not to listen to his music and to get to listen to the ice cream truck music so that it puts him in his weird helter-skelter funk and they go around, you know, doing things at his command. Let's go back to that ice cream uh, clip one more time just so people can get the full effect of the creepiness. Well, pretty much breaking things is fun as hell. And uh, I basically just want to fuck up other bands. I don't like other music. I don't like other musicians really that much. Mm Mm-hmm. 
don't get along with them. Okay. So then, John Weeks, we talk about uh, where he's from, Portland, Oregon. Uh, have you heard of this, this city before? I have heard of this city, yes, many a time. I heard it's like what the, you, the drifter capital of the world or something like that. <laughs> it's the capital of the what? It's the what? It's the uh, drifter capital of the world. <laughs> drifter. Okay. So you would think that somebody would either be, like, really passionate about his town or really hate his town or something or – so, well, listen to what happens here. Um, and uh, you are from Portland, Oregon, right? What, is Portland as weird as they make it look on Portlandia? Uh, no, the people from Portlandia are all from L.A., so I don't know what they're doing up here. I don't know what anyone is doing in my hometown. Exactly. I wish if, if you know anybody who's thinking of moving to Portland, please tell them, don't. Really, you don't like it? No, I don't. I don't really give a shit. Tell them to move here. I don't care. <laughs> oh, so he says. He says Portland. He says. He says. Oh, everyone from Portlandia is from L.A. And then he says, "Don't you know? No one moved there." And then he says, no, I don't give a shit. What's going on with this man, John Weeks? First of all, I, I heard some part of the clip of that interview where it gets muffled. It sounds very demonic to me. And then you got this music in the background. Then you have him taking one stance and then take another stance. I don't know. Are you interviewing 50 people in one person? Does this guy sound extremely... I, he may have been a bit deranged. Well, he's definitely deranged, but, you know, maybe some sort of... <laughs> schizophrenic, bipolar, all the disorders. I think you, you you have one of the best crafted interviews ever made in history with this guy because you have this music that's almost overpowering him at points, and then he's, he says these things that just sound demonic to me. It's it's just, this guy, this guy is amazing. It's me, the kid, and you. You did a wonderful job asking these questions because he totally doesn't know how to answer questions at all. <laughs> yeah, he can't he can't answer him. Um so that was about Portland and then uh I mentioned some bands that he kind of sounds a bit like and he did not like that. All right? He did not like so that. So you uh you've been compared to Smashing Pumpkins, the Pixies, Coldplay, Modest Mouse. Um by whom have you been influenced musically, Smash? Well, none of those bands. Those bands are a bunch of assholes. <laughs> All right. Who says something like that? Uh, I mean, to be compared to some of those bands, which are legends, like the Pumpkins, I mean, uh, I, and then he said they're a bunch of a-holes. Uh, this, guy is just, this guy is on some other kind of planet right now. He's... <laughs> what planet? You think he's on the planet of Shamalia? Uh, he may be from Shamalia. He, I mean, he's that. I don't. I'm that maybe an insult to Shamalia. He's even more bizarre and and crazy than Shamalia is. <laughs> so, if he were to be on his own planet, what would that planet be called? Oh my God! It would be the uh, planet Insano. <laughs> he's the captain of the planet then I guess, huh? Yes, he's the captain of the planet Insano. 
slash Blair Witch Project. I don't want to get all Blair Witch, like chick from Blair Witch now. <laughs> but what's your motivation? Uh, I think it's a lack of motivation. Uh, um, so then uh, we start talking about where he went to uh, to college. And um, at first it sounds like he's very enthusiastic about his college. Uh, listen to this. I, I studied uh, media policy at the New School University in New York City. And, uh, you know, you know, it's a very liberal college full of morons. But uh, <laughs> the one thing...
Yeah. Well, let's get four hours later after sitting on the one. One interesting thing I did discover, though, you know how you can sit on a plane out on the runway, and there's now a two-hour window that they don't have to bring you back to the gate before two hours is up. I found Mm -hmm. out the reason for that. When they're at the gate, they're not being paid. If they're on the runway, they're essentially en route, so they're getting paid. Uh So they will hold you out there as long as they're allowed to so that they get paid for the two hours before they bring oh you back. Oh, my gosh. You, yeah. you found the, the, the truth here. This is ridiculous. That's yeah. Bad. And it was yeah. actually a stewardess who's, who said something. Oh, my god. What did she say? Yeah. She Basically, she said that. Okay, she told you. So, so that's it. She said, I know these guys are going to sit out here, and I can hear it in there. They're, they're not going to let us go for three hours anyway, so why we just don't go back to the gate? And then she caught herself, and she said, I know why we're not going back to the gate. It's because they don't get paid if they're back at the gate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So does she, do the flight attendants not get paid either, or what? how does it, is it just I don't know or? how that works. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not up. sure. <laughs> uh, if they're back at the gate Right uh, Who's your first hot mess award tonight, Sire? My first hot mess is Have you You're going to have to Google this now Because I, I can't bring it up and play the clip for you But David Hasselhoff Is now the new spokesperson for Cumberland Farms New ice coffee <laughs> Okay Have you caught this yet? No, but I like it already. It is him singing the praises of this coffee while he's doing every frigging thing you can think to do at a beach. He's surfing, he's paragliding, he's skiing, he's you know, jet skiing, he's doing everything you can think of, and he takes one sip of this damn iced coffee drink. <laughs> And his song is just so, it's like that that German cheese that he, you know, had such a hit with in the 90s uh, over in Europe. You know, he's like, I'm so thirsty for your love, I just can't hide it. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But brilliant. Yes. Yep. Don't have he's, a, he's really a super douche at this point. <laughs> Don't have that off. Yep. Now, Super Douche Hasselhoff, who have you got yeah. for us for the second on this? Well, the next one is is not a name too far off. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. <laughs> I was I was wondering when you said Hassel, I thought I was thinking about her, but continue. Yeah, no, no. I, she finally found a home, the Fox News Network. <laughs> That's just going to be perfect. Right. So Elizabeth Hasselbeck on. Uh, Fox, is it, she's going to go on Fox and Friends then? Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. taking that other dumb blonde's place who's leaving the end of the summer. <laughs> you know what, though? Barry Manilow once refused to be on The View just because of uh, Hasselbeck's uh, opinions and shit. And then I remember Whoopi saying, you know what, either you're, you're with all of us or you're with none of us. And I thought at the time that Barry was being a bit a bit ridiculous. What do you think about that, sire? Well, I do think it goes both ways. I mean, I find it interesting that uh, Whoopi could go there. You know, she had just as many fights with her as Rosie did. Rosie just, you know, caved in and had to leave immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, she 
she grabbed her crayons and left the, left the box. But <laughs> but you know, Whoopi gave as good as she got, and in the end, I mean, I did catch you know the little snippets that they were showing of her farewell this morning, and she and Whoopi sort of had the the nicest send off between one another, you know, and it was I mean it's just it's it says a lot more for Whoopi's character I think than it does for hers. Because yeah. for her, it's all a learning process. You know, I mean, we mm-hmm. do forget that she was incredibly young. And what was she known for? Season two of Survivor, Survivor. for God's sakes. Right. That's right. <laughs> oh, and then she was immediately on this show with all these women who, you know, could eat her alive. Mm-hmm. And they did. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and who is your third hot mess? I last one, and you know I love the kid because you know I'm going to be doing a, a beaver a beaver queue trip here starting on Friday. <laughs> but Justin Bieber pissing in the mop bucket in the New York City restaurant? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I watched that video today. Did you see the video? Yeah. Yeah. I particularly liked the uh, bodyguard, or maybe it was the restaurateur. Who knows? Who just stood on the steps watching him. <laughs> yeah, I was jealous of that restaurant tour because I wanted to see his cock. Yeah, yeah, and then his whole little entourage yeah. with their song, "We pee wherever we want to, yo." We pee wherever yeah. we want to. <laughs> we the wild kids, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, we the wild that, that, kids. Yeah, that and there was is really one. Disturbing. I gotta throw in one, one more quick one. Yes, the Kings of Leon concert last night over in Europe. The naked, the naked crowd surfer, the naked, naked body surfer, dude. Now, can you imagine when that when that comes at you? I mean, what do you have a, a split second to decide where your hand is gonna go? <laughs> Whether he was face down or face up at the time. You know, I mean, do you get junk or do you get the trunk? I mean, what do you what do you go for there? Or maybe you try to like maybe if his, his dick is coming at you, you want to turn him around in the in midair. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, you know, and and being over there, it definitely was a hooded affair, one way or the other. Walk a do, walk a do. I heard, of, I heard, I just heard on Sunday about there's some sort of a there's a term for like the the uh, the schmeckle. Maybe that is the term, schmeckle, that uh, gets under the hood, and it's a schmegma. Schmegma, thank you. Schmegma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it goes real good on toast. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time for the Blazing Ride Jerk-Off. Uh, Tom Forrest, what is Jack-Off? Okay. Jack-off. Disgraced former governor of New York, Elliot Spitzer, is now running for Comptroller of New York City. Interesting, because the whores could never comp his troller before. <laughs> Weeks. Disgraced former congressman, Anthony Weiner, is now running for mayor of New York City. Interesting, because the whores would never comp his trolling before. Mexico is now recognized as the number one country for obesity. Mississippians were not happy as they insisted Mississippi is the number one country for obesity. Uh, 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 488 uh, lights have been added to the Washington Monument, making it glow at night. On a related note, 
They've added a strobe light, lasers, and a fog machine to the Lincoln Memorial with a red, white, and blue laser coming out of Lincoln's dick. Hold <laughs> <laughs> up. CEO Weaking behind the Barnes and Noble Nook resigned. To hide the shame of its failure, he went to the corner and crawled into his little, yep, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. Oh, I am high now. Lauren Hill has begun her three-month prison sentence for tax evasion. When she met her cellmate, her cellmate reassured her she would only rape her one time, one time. Oh. <laughs> oh. Phenomenal. 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 Turkish authorities closed an Istanbul park that was home to many demonstrations. They fired a water cannon, tear gas, and rubber bullets. This is the most trouble Turkey has caused since people tried to turn it into tofurkey. I don't like tofurkey. It's always bad for you in large quantities. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's another one from the Ass Hat of the Day Award. Republican Senator of New Hampshire, Ray White, was joking about Obamacare when he laughingly said, Now this thing is barreling down on us like a jet landing in San Francisco. It should make people really concerned. He then covered himself by telling a 15-minute long version of the classic joke, The Aristocrats. Uh, I love that joke, by the way. <laughs> the the aristocrats joke? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty who, classic. Who, who is who tells it the best do you think, Tom Fogarty? Uh I'm kinda of partial to Gilbert Gottfried myself. <laughs> yes, very nice. I think he's just um, a genius. <laughs> Justin Bieber's mother showed up on the Today Show Tuesday to give parenting advice. The segment was followed by a lecture given by Adolf Hitler on tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> she was signing that book, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Weaky moms. Justin Bieber peed in a mop bucket, mop bucket behind a New York City restaurant and then yelled, F. Bill Clinton, while spraying a picture of Clinton with cleaning spray. Bieber used the excuse that he's a kid and makes mistakes. Ah, those were the days. To be young again, pee into a restaurant mop bucket, yell, F. Bill Clinton, while spraying his picture with cleaning liquid. I miss doing that, Brenda. <laughs> yeah. So good. Now, having been just down there, this makes perfect sense to me. Liberty lawmakers, uh, Florida lawmakers banned internet cafes as they are largely believed to be a front for gambling. Next up, gas stations and supermarkets. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Hasselbeck is leaving the view. To see her off, Barbara Walters lovingly said, Good riddance to that right wing batshit crazy lunatic cunt of an asshole Shamali mother sucker. <laughs> oh, anybody got time for that? Yeah. Big giveaway. After taking a few years off in serious television, Meredith Vieira today announced that she will be hosting a new daytime talk show. Vieira initially told her husband she was going to stay home and cook for him. She asked, is that your final answer? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we've really uh, reached a new low with your jokes, John Weeks. <laughs> thank you, thank you. 
and Tom Fogarty. Okay, one one more killer. Grown now, if you will. Hitler is talking to one of his top lieutenants. He says to his lieutenant, I want to kill six million Jews and three clowns. His lieutenant responds by saying, And why do you want to kill three clowns? Hitler says, See, I told you nobody cares about the Jews. Oh, my God. Okay, Tom Fogarty, thank you so much for joining the program. Welcome back to New York City, sir. Thank you, thank you. Ciao, baby. Yeah, Fogarty. Ciao. Ciao, Good night. That Night -night. is the wonderful Tom Fogarty. And uh, John Weeks, so let's get back to this uh, Matthew Heller uh, business. Um, uh, So uh, where did we leave off? We left off at... um, Oh, he was making fun of... uh, Liberal morons, right? Yeah, Yeah. liberal morons, yeah. Okay. Now, this is kind of a longer clip, so we'll only play this one once, but pay close attention, John Weeks. Uh, Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, Tamika Kidd, how you doing over there? <laughs> Just hang on. What's happening? Um, uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Okay. Let me preface this. That, that. No, no, no. Hold on. You know what? Fuck that. Screw that. Fuck that shit. Damn it, homies. You fucked up. Uh, that was the wrong clip there. Uh, where are we here? Let me see. Ten. Okay. Okay, that was the wrong clip. All right. Th- this is this is Matthew Heller uh, describing m- more describing his music. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. oh fuck. It's thrashing and heavy and thoughtful, and there are other adjectives that describe my music. Mm-hmm. Like interesting and deeply invigorating. What, what's, so you hear Tanika start to lose it there. What's going through your mind, John Lee? Uh, as, as he's going through these great adjectives, very slowly, mind you, I feel like this interview is anything but interesting, invigorating. And, uh, you know, his music is, is probably much more of the same. It's like he's, I don't know, he's like trying to convince himself that his music is very interesting. And it, it probably isn't. It's, he said himself before it was very demotivational. It was not motivational whatsoever. And, and now he's calling it interesting and invigorating. I think this is, totally, this is a totally different side of him. I think this is the best side of him that you'll ever hear where he's, he's just pretending to be good, but he's not doing a good job of it at all. <laughs> pretending to be good. Um, okay, so then uh, uh, I was uh, explaining, I was trying to, you know, get this guy to fuck off my program, right? So uh, that's, not, that's, that's not true. That's not, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I hope he doesn't hear this. And I, I'm just kidding about that. Um, but I was I was trying to say goodnight, and... Uh, um, I got his website wrong. Now, is this the kind of guy you think you want to get the website wrong for, John Week? <laughs> no, no way. No. He'll start hearing that music again, that ice cream music. 
listen to what happens. Here. Well, check them out, MatthewHeller.com. That is your site, correct? No, it's HellerMusic.com. Oh, Heller. Uh, that was my second guess. Sorry about that. It must be a different Matthew Heller. HellerMusic.com. And on Twitter, follow that Matthew Heller Matthew. is a total asshole. Don't go to MatthewHeller.com. And Matthew Heller, <laughs> fuck that guy. No, he's dating some asshole from Hollywood. He's from L.A. He makes these cheesy little art things. I hate that Matthew Heller. Don't buy his art. It's not even art. It's art. <laughs> so now I say MatthewHeller.com, and the guy goes nuts on a tirade. He goes, he goes berserk. He goes insane on this Matthew Heller. Oh, that, that's like he the says, most motivated I ever heard him. He's insane. <laughs> How do you have so much animosity for someone with the same name as yours? I don't know. I, 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 it sounds like he's he he may just be talking about himself. You know, in a way. He may not be. <laughs> and then at the end, he goes, he goes, he's like, first he's like. That guy's an asshole. Fuck that guy. And he's all like, uses these really crazy terms. And then he says at the end, he's like, he's some artist. He's not even an artist. He's a fartist. Makes farts. Like, he sounds like uh, Chris Farley when they used to do the Gap Girls on Saturday Night Live. And he's like, when they gave out brains in kindergarten, you thought they said trains, and they never got a train brain. You know, that kind of joke. That's right. That's right. He just sounds uh, all right. so immature. He sounds ridiculous. I uh, this is this is that's probably the best interview I've ever heard. Actually, to tell you the truth. <laughs> so we are not done. We are not done. Okay. So, uh, hey, hey, how about how about this fucking part here? Here, Blazing Ray, you should come hell or high water, never have that guy on your show again because he's a complete <laughs> fucking nutcase. So H E L L E R. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ray. Ray. I don't know about that place in Ray. I I hate that place in Ray. <laughs> do, you, do you think that yeah, fuck that blazing Ray. That blazing Ray's an asshole. He's he's making pieces of farts for brains in kindergarten. Do you think that like Matthew Heller walked into this interview? Thinking that he was just going to come across as a as a friendly guy, and then some there was something derailed like right at the beginning. Maybe it was to meet with that Blair Witch. I don't know, but <laughs> you, you think he was supposed to? I don't think he meant to come across the way that he did. I don't think so either. I think he was coming you know, coming into this thing, you know, open minded and ready to be positive as best as he could be. But the Tamika kid really threw him off the game. Talking about that chick at the Blair Witch Project, that laugh that she had in the beginning. You understand that? Nobody understands that reference. No, I don't understand it whatsoever. I think, I think she she messed it with him though, but I, I and I think he he got he got sucked into the Blair Witch Project. I think that's what happened. And uh, he started talking about all that craziness, and then that music shows up. And there's a part in there. I swear to God, I heard a demonic voice say something in reverse order. It, I, I I heard something very. I don't know if that was Matthew Heller or Matthew from Heller. Man, he he sounds insane. <laughs> and this is him saying good night. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much for for coming on. The new album is Invitation. Uh, HellerMusic.com, Matthew Heller1 on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining the program, sir. Thank you, Blazin Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Blazin. How many fucking times are you going to say Blazin Ray? (laughs) It's crazy. Okay, so I love how you're comparing him to The Exorcist, by the way, uh, because uh, because I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if uh, his his head was doing 360s during this interview. Okay, so this is what I accidentally played before. This is Kamika's and my reaction to what happened. This clip is a, a bit longer. We'll just play it once. Uh, all right, now are you ready for the same clip again, John Wee? I'm ready. All right, this is our reaction. This is right after Matthew Heller hangs up. Here we go. All right. Uh, Tamika Kitt, how you doing over there? <laughs> is this thing on? What's happening? Um, what happened? So do you, what what happened? <laughs> because <laughs> I just, I, I understand the conflict. I understand the struggle, but what happened? <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I don't know. A- I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, now, do, do, you, do you have to do you have to leave now, or do, or or do you have time for when we play these these songs? Do you got to get out of here? What do you got to do? I got well, time. yeah. <laughs> At this point, I've delayed because it's. We're past our time a little bit. I want to hear, you know, the songs again and, and see what just happened. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, let's do that. That and is he- special. I I don't know. I I don't. I hate this. I, I hate the phrase. I can't. But I don't know because I don't think. She starts to have some sort of mental breakdown there at the end. I don't know because I don't think. And she can just say, what happened? What happened? And it's like the, the last time I, I can think of somebody saying what happened over and over, it was uh, Conan O'Brien when he lost The Tonight Show. He said he fell into like this depressed funk for like seven months where he was like, what just happened? What just happened? That happened in less than an hour for Tamika Kidd. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. She's a tough one. She got through that. That's that. That was that was a tough interview. That was rough. Oh my God! I mean, that, I, she's lost it, though. I don't think she'll ever be the same as she used to be. <laughs> you don't think she she can come back from this? No, I think she's she. I think she's stuck in the Blair Witch Project. She's that chick now, stuck in that in the Blair Witch. She's a chick Matthew. in the in the Blair Witch. In Captain of the Planet Insano uh, with fries. What, what was the what was the name of the novel again? Oh my God, I forgot. Oh my God, he's oh. <laughs> You're traumatized now. You didn't even I'm have to talk to me. Traumatized. I, I am. I'm, I'm a little frightened now. I'm a, alone in my apartment right now. I'm a little scared. Matthew Heller's going to come out or something. I think Matthew <laughs> Heller's the new Michael. I think he is, actually. I'm very frightened about it. <laughs> what if it's the same guy? I think it's the same guy. He just it's, stayed the oh same age God, all these be, years. It very well could be the same guy who scared the heck out of us at Ray Warren Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, me and John Weeks, we play the uh, movie game at Raymore and Flanagan sometimes, which I passed by over the weekend. And uh, uh, there was this guy coming out of the woods in an orange vest that we called Michael because he looked like Michael J. Fox from Back to the Future. And uh, we all get in, we're all like, let's get the fuck out of here. We get in our cars, and uh, John Weeks was in the back of my car, and I was like, you want to get in the front? And you go, no, just drive, drive. Get away from Michael. <laughs> I think that's Michael Heller. I think it is. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Heller. Michael turned into oh, Matthew Heller. That's it. That's it. I think that's it. Oh, my God. I, and there was something about that vest that he wore that night. It was very eerie because he kept walking towards us. And uh, it just seemed like we couldn't get out of there quick enough. It was just very eerie. <laughs> Speaking of eerie, uh, do you have to go right at 10 tonight? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, it's fine. I can figure out. Okay. Uh, because uh, we need to deal with uh, some some Ethan issues. Okay, definitely. I, I definitely have to figure out for that. He's, that boy's got so many issues. We spend a whole day talking about them. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, I'm trying to extend the live feed now to go past the hour. If by any chance... Um, that doesn't happen. Just know you can listen to the rest of the show on podcast, Sam. Um, so, uh, now, uh, let's see. Uh-oh, what the hell did I just do? Um, oh, fuck. So, okay, so we were at lunch, me and B-Marsh and this girl, Tori, and Ethan the mm-hmm. other day. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, let me just tell you, John Weeks, that uh, a lot of people hate Ethan. And one of them is this girl, Tori, that was having lunch with us. She, like, has been very – the thing about Ethan is that for some reason people are very uh, open and honest with him about their hatred for him right in front of him. Now, that is – you know, it's just not done usually. It's just not done. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we're a show full of clips tonight, so let's play this first segment of the Ethan Escapades. This is called Tori Hates Ethan. Are you ready to rock, John Weeks? I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to hear the tape, definitely. All right, here we go. I was like, so after we got through all that annoying stuff about your party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I didn't want to have that conversation. Ain't nobody got time for it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the KFC thing was a little ridiculous. Like, How was the KFC thing That's ridiculous? not a big deal. And I, I went to get him. Less of a big deal than And they were gone. Well, they weren't gone, but they were leaving. Yes. In the process of leaving. It would have been one thing if they left you. Plus, we all get hammered. <laughs> We stayed, you know. We stayed yeah, when you, you got stayed there. For you, regretfully, regretfully uh, stayed. No, I said right away I'll stay. What was it? Was I here for that? No. It's nice for you. Catering. Well, that the other issue I guess that we didn't bring up was the fact I that I could have been having this conversation yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, crazy. I could have pulled my hat. Just having the radio show again. Yeah, yeah this you, is backstage backstage. Yeah, I know. Backstage backstage. Oh, George is going to spit take. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Please yeah. ride backstage backstage. Uh, yeah. Coming at you live. <laughs> so, wait. Tell me why you couldn't pay your bar tab. It was a minimum. Yeah. So you had everyone else pay? No. I had to buy two shots. Okay, just quickly talk to You bought two shots instead of giving one to a friend to go post them yourself. They were all just like, That's why you don't have friends. Who does that? You won't buy a friend a shot, like, to meet a bar minimum? I get a double shot. <laughs> That's bad, right? Yeah. 
This is the show right here. Yeah. I would be like, you know, if there's a middle, I'm like, oh, bro, I gotta take two shots. Here. I think yeah. that's possibly yeah. a good <laughs> idea. All right. Cheers. Like, now that you mentioned, now that you mentioned, maybe I should have invited somebody to take a shot with me, maybe. Yeah, well, that's the problem, though. Like, if your brain does not. Well, the issue, that way, the, issue, the issue is how many people. He'd be a very great friend. I'm gonna sip my water. You gotta be a friend to have a friend, buddy. You guys are doing pretty good, actually. This is improving. Yeah, I know, I'm like engaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for that. Like, before, I know that'd be so hard for no, you. Before I used to be engaging with you in a negative way. Yeah. Then now. I just started ignoring you, which yeah. is like. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate form of the hatred, right? Well, right, right, right. No. That's what I realized. I mean, it was like, he's, he's ignorable. Like, yeah. I don't hate him so much anymore. <laughs> People tell you that? They told me that first. No, that's like the second there. You're just there. I don't care about you. I don't think think that about you. No, that's a good state. That's a good state. It's better than actively, passionately hating you, which is how it was. I prefer to be hated, I think. Indifference is so offensive. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. So long as there's passion coming my way, whether it's love or hate, take it. Yep. I think I'm with you there. Yeah. yeah. Hate is not the opposite of love. I don't love. like when people hate me. Apathy is the opposite of love. Oh, what? That the that? opposite of war is in peace. It's, it's creation. Yeah. What? Yeah, that was the next line. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. We're here. here. Yeah. Viva la viva la. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I mean, you're forgettable. I'll forget you. When you're out of this trip. When are you gonna get a new job? Oh, Jesus! That was a horrible thing to say. She's You're forgettable. I, I know Dora. She's kidding. She is. So when are you gonna get a new job? I mean, <laughs> not soon enough. That's what everyone's doing. Uh, well, first off, that clip sounded like shit. <laughs> I hope it doesn't sound like that on the radio. Sometimes they sound worse on the phone. Uh, but from from that clip, I hope you got it together that Tori was saying very mean things to Ethan. She was saying, you know, at first she actively hated him, and now she just ignores him and that he's ignorable and forgettable. I heard that. Those are extremely hurtful words. Uh, she, You know, she said she, wanted, she doesn't passionately hate him, but I think uh, Ethan's right. I think being ignorable and forgettable are, even, are worse. The right. hatred of Ethan. worse because then, like, you don't want to be – you would rather be hated than just been indifferent to. You don't want people to kind of not care at all, you know? Right, because at least when you're hated, you're within somebody's, you know, earshot. You're still in their attention span, whereas being ignored is forgettable. That's like, it's like it, you're almost like dead to that person, you know? It's it's terrible. Oh, my God. What do you, you think know? about the fact that people say this stuff to him, to his shoe sitting right next to him? Well, you know, the fact that she says this out loud, he must be – Really, that bad of a person, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's go to the next. Okay, so the next clip is uh, a shorter thing. God. But this is, okay, so Tori, by the way, let me just say that she is one of the nicest females you'll ever meet. And then um, this next uh, kid, Vasky, uh, who also hates, hates Ethan, he is also one of the nicest females you'll ever meet. So let me play you <laughs> Vasky Hates Ethan. Here we go. Then he was drunk. He and every time your name comes up, he's like, he's like, kid's a douchebag. <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> when have you ever heard Matt speak that way? He's the biggest sweetheart in the world. He always, he's always yelling at me for like hating all these people. 
Yeah. And he's getting mad at me now that I'm not like I don't hate you as much. He's like, what's wrong with you? This is not. This is the craziest thing. The craziest thing ever. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Don't you know even know what really you're saying about it. <laughs> really I don't really want to know. You met him first, and you just caught. You're like, sup, Vasky. Like, like you. Oh, that probably yeah. That rubbed him the wrong re- way. Oh, I rubbed him. I got Zion on the fucking Rachel. But that wasn't the same. But but this was the day after that. Right. Yeah. He's saying their first ever interaction was that you called him Vasky. Instead of saying like, uh, hi, are you Matthew? Hi, like, nice to meet you. Hi. Who would say hi, or are you Matthew? My name's Ethan. No, you can say hi, I'm Ethan. Anybody? No, wait for him to say, no, wait for him to say, hey, I'm Matt. I didn't even know his first name until that point. What's up, Vasky? Like that? Yeah. I don't think that's what's wrong with that. It's not that bad. I don't think it's... Well, apparently that's the genesis well, of it. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you really... I think he's getting a little bit more mad about it because I hate him much. The, more, the less I hate him, the, the more he gets not much. The transfer's over to Vasquez. Again, I grow, I, I grow up people. I'm like cancer. Like... <laughs> oh, you're crazy. You ain't never lie. Okay. So, John Weeks, what's your first impression of that clip? Other than it sounded like waking up to Gilbert Gottfried in the morning. <laughs> uh, it sounded like the hatred of Ethan goes far beyond just Tori. It sounds like this Vasky girl really hates him, too. It's a, it's a, it's a deep hatred, uh, not just of the man, but of his soul. She sounds like a <laughs> It's interesting you say that because you know I'm on this group me app with these uh with the kids the kids from my job and um uh the group me app is uh so that you know we can all message each other uh from different phones and um you know cuz it's annoying on an iPhone to look at a green text so I'd rather do it in a, in another app so um there's a thing in this group me app called splits where you can split a bill or whatever. So what I added to the group was uh, I tried to add Ethan's soul for $38. And then I got an email saying, you now owe $38 and, you know, total out of these five people in the group. And no, 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 four people because it excluded Ethan. And I was like, ah, fuck, because I meant to do $38 total, not $38 $38 each person. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, is it, is it, real, is it worth that much? <laughs> um, so a part of this, um, this Vasky hatred stems from when Ethan met Vasky. He had heard about the legend Vasky uh, for a while, and he met him because Vasky was in town from Chicago, uh, and we were at this bar over by the seaport called, um, I don't know, the Duck Butter, oh, Beekman Beer Garden, the Beekman Duck Butter Beer Garden. And um, Ethan goes up to Vasky. His name is Matthew Vasky. And Ethan goes up to Vasky and says, hey, Vasky, what's up? And apparently that really pissed Vasky off. Now, John, uh, do you think it would piss you off if, you know, nobody's this guy hasn't met you before and he's like, Hey, we stuck. Would that piss you off? 
Uh, no, unless it was said by Ethan. <laughs> um, yeah, because, like, I don't know, if someone was just like, hey, Holmes, all right. Although I guess maybe that does kind of, in a way, that would kind of maybe rub me the wrong way. But the thing is, like, it's not a big deal. It's not, like, a reason for hatred, I don't think. No, no it's not. No. No. <laughs> it's not who's saying it. Yeah, but you know, otherwise, I, I, no, it's just a normal thing people say. What's up? Yeah, but the thing is that he called him just by his last name. Like, he wasn't like, hi, I'm Ethan. What's your name? Or, hi, I'm Ethan. You must be Matthew. But I don't think that's necessary. I don't think. Right. That's true. That's very true. Um, That's where Matthew's hatred comes from. From that little, that incident. Okay. Well, that's understandable. And what what do you think about the fact that Ethan said, I grow on people. I'm like cancer. <laughs> well, I mean, the, 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 in terms of the hatred growing for him, that's true. Yeah, that's you know, he's just uh, he's just like this negative aura uh, that brings hatred to wherever he goes. I mean, that's at least he's consistent in that, you know. And uh, it seems like the entire world hates him. The world hates Ethan. It's Ethan against the world And this last clip uh, That will will inevitably sound like Dennis Hopper in Waterworld Is that that Ethan was on a plane Back from Vegas And had a little altercation with the flight attendant So this clip is called Flight Attendant Hates Ethan Here we go So I bought a winner on the way back $10 And it, the whole the whole point of it was for the duration of your flight you have the internet the whole whole duration so we're flying back we had to refuel in Kansas City which by the way can we can we take a finish here you know Kansas City is actually Missouri yeah yeah everybody yeah. knows everyone knows that what is common knowledge about this but isn't isn't part of Kansas City and Kansas no, there's two Kansas Cities they're across the river from each other uh, incredible the, the main one is in Missouri unbelievable sorry we landed we we landed Kansas City International. I learned that was Missouri. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we land, we refuel, and we, we go back in the air like 20 minutes later. No big deal. We're trying to use the internet now, and it's not freaking working. Yeah. Evidently, when you go under this 10,000 like, feet threshold, you know, the internet resets. Right. So I called over the stewardess. I'm like, hey, you know, like, I bought this internet, like, it's not working anymore, you know, it looks like when we went down, it reset, like, you have a promo code you can give me, so I can get back on and finish up what I was doing. She's like, no, I'm sorry, I, I had nothing to do with that. I'm like, well, it is a service provided by your airline, like, you should have an idea of how it works, shouldn't you, like, oh, you know, yeah, phrase it like that? Yeah. Oh. It's I not real... a service provided by their airline. It's a third party. It's a third party service. American Airlines is giving you Wi-Fi, it's like Coingo or right. whatever. Right, go-go airline, yeah, go-go, whatever, exactly. yeah. But anyway, so fine. She's like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a little frustrated because I bought this thing that clearly says the duration of your flight, and as you can see, we're still flying. Yeah, I'm still in the air. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> she, she stops for a second, thinks about it. Oh, goes, God. Oh, that's very funny, sir. That's very funny. Oh, my God. I'm get kicked wow. off the plane. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, she was really nice, too, like... Another customer behind me was having a similar problem. She brought him over to talk to me, and I got it all resolved. But I, so you hey. did get the injury? Yeah, I got it back. 
Actually, you went up 10,000 feet or something? I, I went up, and I'm on the... After we were flying for like an hour, I was finally able to... Like, I had to go like on chat with the rep from uh, the uh, internet provider. Okay, so... Um, doesn't doesn't that background noise make you miss the ice cream truck? <laughs> no, it doesn't. That ice cream truck is the scariest song I've ever heard in my life, so... Uh, anything but anything but the ice cream truck is is good. Oh my gosh! I, I can now that I heard that I can understand the hatred for. You think goes beyond the people that really know him. Even the flight attendants had an issue with yeah. him. I mean, just the way he recounts this story, it's like with the air of arrogance that uh, it just makes me want to hate him. I, even though I wasn't even there, I had no no role in this to play in that. I was rooting for the, the stewardess, the, uh, the the flight attendant. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, also, um, he's shocked that Kansas City is in Missouri. Are you serious? Uh, he shouldn't be that shocked. It was, it's not that, you know, he's why He thinks Kansas City should be in Kansas? That, 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 that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> It's, you know Stephen Wright, the comedian, said that the ice cream truck in his neighborhood played Helter Skelter. <laughs> that's that's a uh, that's a happier song than that ice cream truck song, quite frankly. Isn't it? Um, and when did when did the ice cream truck all of a sudden become known to everybody as Mr. Softy? When did that happen? Did I fall asleep for ten years? I I I don't know when that happened. Mr. Softy's been around for a long time, but it was never. The ice cream truck was never called Mr. Softy. At least in Connecticut, it was like a yeah. good humor dude, right? Uh, 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 Mr. Softy, uh, I don't know. I think that's the Food Channel. I think they made, they, they made that up. Those guys made it up. Bo Bice <laughs> from American Idol? I think it was Bo Bice, actually. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so Ethan is, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's pissing off the flight attendant. He's pissing off two of the nicest uh, females in the world. Um, and, I mean, it, it really, he, he does have some sort of talent. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, he does have a talent in that, you know, it's, it's worldwide, the hatred for him. I mean, he's, a, he's really a, a royal prick. A, a loyal prick or a royal prick? A royal prick. Well, he is also a loyal prick because, uh, well, let, let me tell you this first, is that uh, this the other kid, um, Evil Eskew, uh, one of the other kids, he went up to uh, one of the interns today, Lee, and he said, he said, you know, that he needed Lee to do something uh, whenever he was done with whatever he was doing. And it wasn't the words that he was saying, but it was just like his intonation, tonality, and phraseology made him sound like kind of a prick. In the moment, um, and I love Eskew, but he sounded like a prick. And so when when he walks away, Ethan goes, ah, do I sound like that? And I go, so much worse. And he was like, are you serious? And I was like, you are the worst. You, you laugh at people. You laugh at the intern. And um, he, he's, he's like, oh, man, I guess I should try to be nicer. Um, but then towards the end of the day, uh, one of the guys was he, like screwed up Ethan's thing, and he was like, "I'm gonna go back to being a douchebag." Um, so, but uh, about the loyal prick thing, 
uh, I um, realized towards the end of uh, the day that I, I had a dinner that had slipped my mind uh, with my friend Ida tonight, and she texts me, and I'm like, she says 6 p.m. Now, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, John Weeks, I'm scrounging quarters in my desk to go get dollar slices at two bros because that's all I could afford until Friday. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking in my head, Jonathan, I ain't got money to go out to dinner right now. So then I'm just like, uh, you know, saying that I'm broke or whatever and I don't know what to do, but that I would just like, I would figure it out. And then um, um, I go to the menu online to look up this place, Grey Dog, and I look at, I start looking up the the cheaper options and I say, well, they have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then at that moment, Ethan pulled out his wallet and threw a tenner at me. <laughs> uh, see, that's that. Actually, that's very nice. That's. Uh... And then he goes, "You need a twenty. You need a 20? So then uh, I was like, uh, yeah. "So then I gave him back the ten, and he he, he spotted me twenty quid until uh, until Friday. So, um, <laughs> so so that was that was nice. So he's like. This this douchey prick to everyone, except he really does grow on you. Well, I don't understand. I've never seen anything like it. I, it's it's very odd to me because he, he is a prick, and uh, so uh, when he does <laughs> when he does these nice things, maybe he likes being the prick, you know, and maybe he enjoys it. And the more that you call him that and you treat him like that, maybe he'll start being a nicer person because of it. He enjoys it. You know, people like some, some weird things out there. He may enjoy being that person, you know? <laughs> Wait, he may enjoy being the nice person or the prick? The prick. And, and if he does a great job at it and people recognize that he's a great prick, he might start, you know, changing and changing around, you know. He may reward those who think he's a great prick. And I think that's what it <laughs> is. I think that's what it's about. Speaking of great pricks, what do you think about um, a 26-year-old man dating a 19-year-old girl? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Um, 19-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Well, it's le- it's legal. It's um, it's uh, it's it's strange. I, I you know my cutoff is around five years or so. Uh, but this, I think it's 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 important to note that a 19-year-old... Wait, your cutoff is five years old? No, no. <laughs> yes, it is. The five years old is the cutoff. <laughs> no, but I, I think when you have an age difference, uh, and, and this is where the age difference counts, uh, not just in numbers, you know, but if the person is much more inexperienced and, uh, you know, um, immature, then it doesn't work out. So it, it, it depends on the, the people. But I would say no. It doesn't want to work out. It's just, you know, it's not. It's not. It's not very smart if you think about it. You know. <laughs> here's the uh, aside from the whole cradle robbing thing. Here's the the only real reason that I I think that it's it would be a bad idea. If you do wind up liking each other, you get attached to each other. Um, you wind up becoming a couple, um, and the girl's still in school. The guy has to go through all that graduation bullshit again, which is like such a stressful time in anyone's life. And, and I, I've done this and I've dated someone who was graduating college when I was probably like 26 and it was the worst. 
and I believe I'm talking to myself right now because John Weeks' call has dropped. Um, but I'll just pretend that he's still there. Uh, and it, it was the worst because, like, I remember when I graduated, it was really fucking stressful. So then in dating somebody who is graduating college, which is a scary time in your life, uh, that's the real reason why I wouldn't want to, you know, date someone of that age because I don't, I don't want to go through this, the graduation process again and having to figure out what to do with the rest of my life. You know what I mean, John Lee? Well, no, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, it's kind of a time in life of introspection and you don't know where you're going to head. And, you know, college is a, a time of a lot of experimentation. So that's going to be additional stress on the relationship. And, uh, you know, I think college is probably the, the, the time of life where, they're kind of free, and so, you know, the guy's going to be worried about the girl, and it's just going to be a lot of stress to keep that relationship going, and, you know, that's why they say even, you know, in law school or graduate school, those relationships usually end because of the stress, you know, and in college, it's just the same, you know, it's just, and like you said, graduation is tough, you know, it's, uh, it throws everything up in the air because you don't know where you're headed in terms of your future, and uh, it's just additional stress that the relationship may break because of that stress, so, you know, I think the odds are against you if you try to have start a relationship like that. So, yeah, I would say no. I would say not a good idea. Oh, you know, unless unless love, you know, love is a powerful thing. So, you know, I really can't say too much about that either. So, uh-huh. you know. Well, thank you, oh. Dr. Drew. Uh-huh. You're, you're um, welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and, uh, uh, the, <laughs> so, uh, hey, John Weeks, what's your favorite scene in She's the Main? Oh my goodness! My favorite scene in She's the Man, She's the Man is when What's the door. She's the Man. What is she? I never heard of She's the Man. My favorite scene in She's the Man is when Amanda Bynes' mind is the door. She's 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 the dwarf with the axe, and she's in the Fellowship of the Rings, and she's trying to save the world from the evil orc empire. And she jumps up with the axe, and she breaks the computer. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> what the fuck movie is... What, wait, breaks the axe in the computer in the land of the dwarves? <laughs> I mean, I know it's Lord of the Main, but I'm, I'm having some trouble. Did Lord of the Rings have a computer in it? It, it did. It did. You don't remember? It was just it, it was in the land of elves. And, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Dumbledore. Uh, it's not even the right. It's not even the right movie, is it? Um, so, my favorite scene uh, in She's Main was probably when uh, Vanilla Ice came out and they did a whole song and dance number, and he was like, go, ninja, go, ninja, go, turtle, turtle, rap, go, ninja, go, ninja, go. That was my favorite scene, and she's a man, 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 with a man to bang, bang. That is, that is a phenomenal scene. And the man to bangs had that red bandana over her eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, She's very green in that one, right? She's very green, awfully green. She is very green, kind of how she looks now, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, John Lee, did I ever tell you that my friend fucked a tranny off the Internet? (laughs) Yes, you have. Amazing story. Amazing. Phenomenal. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. So uh, we'll catch you back here Monday night, and uh, and we'll catch you back with John Weeks next Wednesday night. Uh, remember to go check out the planet of Captain Insano with the chick from Blair Witch asking what your motivation <laughs> is. Um, and uh, I'm, I think I'm I'm doubly traumatized by having lived through this again with you tonight, John Weeks. I think you are. I think it's, it's a tough thing for anyone to go through to listen to tw- not once but twice. And, uh, you know, just be careful about that ice cream man, man. He might be coming around. <laughs> Matthew Heller. Maybe Matt, Maybe that wasn't from Tamika. Maybe Matthew Heller was driving an ice cream truck around during the interview. <laughs> or, or maybe that's his music. I don't know. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's <laughs> Maybe that's his music and maybe there's, like, fucking – or maybe, maybe there's dead uh, dead body parts in the, in the trunk of the uh, ice cream truck there that he's driving around. (laughs) You know what's weird about it is that then we played his music afterwards, and the song was really good. Well, that's strange. Listen to it backwards, and maybe you'll hear something else. Maybe you'll hear the ice cream truck. (laughs) I never want to fucking hear that goddamn ice cream truck music ever again. And you hear it all summer long, especially in Brooklyn, all summer long. Oh, I'd rather hear O-Town 24-7. <laughs> or uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo, right? That was a great band. <laughs> oh, whatever happened to Bling Dynasty? They were a great band. They were, I, I love them. I keep looking for them. I can't find them anywhere. Where is Bling Dynasty? We're referring to this night that we went to a Michael Jackson fan celebration, and uh, I, I don't know about you, John Weeks, but it was one of the most bizarre events of my entire life. And this group that came out, it was like a black guy, a white guy, and an Asian guy, right? And they came out and did a song called Showdown in Little Tokyo, and they called themselves Bling Dynasty. And I tried to look them up and stuff, but whatever comes up is always kind of weird. Like, I can't, I can't tell if it's them or not, and I don't know, but um, they're certainly not on uh, Spotify or anything, like, official. It's just, like, on YouTube or whatever, but uh, they were uh, they, they were amazing. Let's face it, they, they were the Matthew Heller of their generation. <laughs> they were amazing. It was, it was a very bizarre night. It was never have I been more excited and more... Uh, weirded out in my whole entire life in that one night where we saw Michael Jackson awarded and we saw Blink Dynasty. Blink Dynasty well, maybe have been the highlight of the night. I'm not sure. No. No. What about the highlight? <laughs> highlight of the night was that bald-headed guy who went up there and started describing the how the award for Michael was crafted <laughs> out of the finest mahogany and didn't say anything about Michael's accomplishment. You know, it's like being at the Grammys and saying, this gramophone is uh, made out of the finest 24-karat gold and whatever. And, oh, here's uh, John Mayer to accept the Grammy, for, you know, for, well, for no fucking reason, apparently. Uh, but the guy goes up and he's like, this award is made of the finest mahogany wood and, the, and whatever. And then all of a sudden, after about, the guy's talking for about seven minutes straight, about it, all of a sudden the whole crowd goes boo, <laughs> boo. And, and when have you ever seen an award presenter get booed like that? And, and 
And then, John Weeks, I remember you started cracking up immediately when they started booing. <laughs> I remember they were booing, and it was good. It was going to get violent. Remember those people who flew in from, like, London and Europe? And uh, they were getting yeah. awful. Yeah, believe it or not, London the... is in Europe, you schmohawk. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, they were getting awfully angry with that guy talking about the awards. <laughs> yeah, they flew in. I remember they flew in from Spain and from uh, Texas. That's all I remember, yeah. Spain and Texas. And and I re- don't you remember the girl from uh, Texas looked like... Uh, Maybe she should be married to Matthew Heller. <laughs> there was just something there, off about that girl. There was something very off about that girl. When Michael came out and she screamed so loud, in my face, I almost <laughs> had a heart attack. I didn't know what was happening. I thought that the building was collapsing when she screamed that loud. And uh, I was just, I was very, it's the very phrase of my life. I, I didn't know what I got myself into. Those people were fanatics. They were well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, I am afraid for my life after having this show tonight that uh Mr. Heller is gonna hear it and come uh come come stab me in my sleep. So uh I hope that doesn't well, happen. It won't huh? happen. Be careful though, when you hear that music, make sure you start running. <laughs> I'll start I'll start running. And then I'll get to another place and hear it some more and I'll never be able to get away from the fucking ice cream truck or Mr. Saucy. All right, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Floris. Hey, if you have a Barbie doll, bend that bitch backwards, cut off her hair, uh, burn her knuckles on the stove, and leave her in some drawers somewhere. Go record a podcast, everybody. Um, Good night, John Weeks. Good night, everyone. Good night, Ron. 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 Ron.